3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile,
1: the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sarah Benowitz is brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. Welcome back. Final hour. Heading until 10 o'clock, Annie and Elston. They will take you to 12 o'clock and Padres baseball for the first time in 2024 here on 973 the Fan. Ultimately, if everything goes as well as possible, Adam, how many spring games are we covering?
2: We'll carry 13, 13 of them. spring
1: games, 162 regular season games. That's 175. And if uh, you know, things break right and you get to October, make a deep run, you can uh get as many as uh, 20 to 25 more at some point. So maybe up to, you know, 200 Baseball games beginning today. The on new show, the Fan. so
4: the new show. Any and else, and they already get a two-hour reprieve. This is unbelievable. What in His the mind goes world? right there. This is incredible.
1: Don't I forget you... that Gwen and Chris get a short show today too. Oh, fantastic,
4: Woods. fantastic. <laughs> on the back end, I'm in here hacking up along. You know, this is, it's unbelievable. Uh, Tony your- might have a short broadcast. Depending he might have he a short broadcast. There. Well,
1: you can't expect Tony to come back and do his show after he did all the driving. Right. I just mean, he might not be there for the today, first inning. So.
4: Adam over here always telling me, well, we got to keep it fair. Well, then keep it fair. Keep it. I'm leaving right now. You guys got this.
1: Good Lord. Um, before we be get to Sammy Levitt, I want to hearken back to uh, a don't do this story. The days of yore, I mentioned earlier. What uh, what did I tell you was a non-story? Charlie Woods. Charlie Woods trying to qualify for a PGA Tour event, and why was it a non-story? Because anyone can do it, and he wasn't going to qualify. Charlie Woods shot an 86 today, oh. including a 12 on the par four seventh hole, and did not qualify for a PGA Tour event. Do you know end of story. Thank you very much for
4: playing. Do you know the kind of deviancy that I would exhibit to shoot an 86
1: again at some True. point? I mean, I may it bounce it. back with the a, a 39 on the back after the a 47 on well, the front. So
4: now you mentioned it, and you're dragging this 16 year old kid 15, after actually. shooting a 15 year old kid after making the media an for making it a you're story. You're the media. You're the media. Making
1: it a story that it's not a story. Oh, Laura, poor kid. I hope he recovers. Poor kid. I'm sure he's bummed today. You
4: are covering it right now, correct? Yeah, you're literally covering it. As he gets into a gold-plated helicopter and flies off to his next endeavor, he'll be fine.
1: All right, let's go out to uh, Peoria, Arizona. We've already heard a bunch from him, actually, today with some great interviews. Jay Cronenworth just heard uh, Xander Bogarts in uh, dropping... I believe uh, now, and if you can uh, go on the social media channels, he also talked with Padres pitching prospect Robbie Snelling. Sammy Levitt, Spr- Sammy Spring Training joins us here on ninety-seven through the fan. Sammy, good morning,
2: gentlemen. Good morning, and I, I, you know, commiserate with Woods that he doesn't get the hours off during yeah. the Padres games. But I will say, Woodsy, doesn't it make it that much sweeter when I waltz in for those East Coast weekday? day games, you get a little hour, middle of June, middle of July, Makes it that much sweeter. The Padres
4: and pancakes two days a year event yeah. that we have. Yes, it's very. <laughs> it really. It really. It really soothes me, Sammy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love this. I love being in here with Ben and Adam. It's the highlight of my day. The lights are glistening off of Adam's bald head right now, staring me right in the face. Uh, it's been a. It's been a fun morning, Sammy. And you knocked it out of the park yesterday. We just played your your interview with Xander. What a dude! I mean, really, like. Uh, I, I was nervous last week when the announcement was made. You know, I was homesick, and I uh, saw the, the thing, and I'm like, man, he looks a little bit perturbed. He doesn't seem perturbed at all. He seems pretty loose and having fun with it all.
2: That first day he spoke, he said he was at peace with it, right? And I know there were a lot of opinions as to as to what he said and the body language. It seemed like everybody was sort of looking at it and coming away with different takeaways but my takeaway that day and when I spoke to him yesterday was that he's handled this in my opinion about as well as you could have hoped for for somebody as accomplished as him for somebody who signed a contract as a shortstop for the amount of money he did and I thought it came out uh, came off that way during the interview I did with him yesterday I, I thought the openness to learning and getting better at second base and, and putting forth that team-first mentality, as cliche as it all might sound, I think in this scenario it's really important. So I continue to be really impressed with what he said, what he continues to do. I'll tell you that I've seen Jay Cronenworth talking to him a lot out there at second base uh, the last handful of days. I, I know and it's part of what we covered in the interview. I know that he's, he's getting different pieces of advice, uh, from from Jake and other people, and his teammates have been supportive of it. So I, I feel like he said all the right things, certainly doing the right things. His teammates have also said the right things about what he's done moving to second base. So uh, we, we get to see it for the first time in game action, and, and one of the things you may have played it that Xander talked about was how important that game action would be, right? And it's something that Mike Schultz just talked about a few minutes ago, when he was asked about the expectations for Xander there and and what he wants to see moving forward. And, you know, Mike talked about the nuances of playing second base, cutoffs, relays, depth, uh, pivots, all the different elements that come with playing that side of the infield. So obviously it'll be a work in progress. You heard Xander say there'll be good days, there'll be bad days, but there's no doubt from what Mike Schultz said this morning and what you continue to hear that he is, Taking to it extremely well, and at this point, I think that's all you could ask for. And now we get to see it in, our, in a real game coming up.
1: Sammy Levitt is with us uh, from Pondre spring training in Peoria. Speaking of Mike Schilt, uh, now that you've gotten to uh, sit down with him daily for his his media scrums, Annie and Elston made a I thought a, an observant point yesterday, and they played some of the sound uh, the the gathered media. You know, AJ Casavell, Kevin Acey, Yourself, we're trying to wheedle a little information out of him yesterday about the lineup for today's game, and he didn't really want to give it up yet. He hadn't, he hadn't talked to everybody, but he handled it with a very light and deft touch, kind of a, a playful. You know, he doesn't get frustrated like sometimes. You know, like a Bill Belichick type when he gets a question, sure. he doesn't want to answer. He has he had a light touch with it. Seemed like he keeps um he keeps those sessions easy for everybody and that's a that's actually a skill for a manager who has to meet with the media so often over the course of the season i've been impressed by him so far i want to get your observations
2: i have too to me it it, it speaks to what we heard about mike Schultz when he was hired and that is that he's a people person right and he knows how to talk to people throughout an organization and he has an interest in people throughout the organization And I feel like that really comes off the same way when he talks to us formally every single morning. You're right, Ben. There is a lightness and a a certain touch to it. I'll even give you another example from just a few minutes ago. Uh, Kevin Acey asked, might Manny Machado DH on Saturday back home here in Peoria? And, of course, Mike Schultz wouldn't confirm that. But Mike did say, you know he might DH and then kind of carried on and but quickly turned back to Kevin and said might you know in, in sort of a in sort of a fun way yeah th- there's definitely been a certain feel and lightness to uh, uh to those sessions and and he clearly just understands how to talk to people and and sort of make you feel comfortable so I think it's a really good observation. I think he's done a really nice job so far in these formal press conferences every morning with the media. And, and by the way, these, you know, the Mike Schultz updates during spring training, especially the last week or so, there, there's not always that much to talk about new. Uh, there certainly are days where there's a lot to talk about that's new, but I'm with you. I've been really impressed and, and I think it shows the people skills that that we've heard about with Mike Schultz from the moment he was hired. I think it's all shined through really nicely. Uh,
1: by the way, I, I think people are, you know, fans are going, what what does it matter? Why does he not say that Manny's going to be a DH on Saturday? It's not some state secret. It's not even a competitive game. Why does it matter? The reason why managers don't give that information is because if he said today, Manny's going to, yeah, the plan is for Manny to DH on Saturday. And if for whatever reason, right. Manny got up on the wrong side of the bed, and you know his elbow was just a little bit off on Saturday, and then he didn't play. Now, all of a sudden, that's a story that people are writing about. Manny scratched from the lineup, was supposed to play. Yeah. If you don't commit to it, you leave yourself some flexibility. You, le- you keep things from becoming stories that don't have to be stories. That's, that's simply why managers don't say things yeah. they don't have to in these sessions.
2: Yeah, it it goes back to the theme of of what is one of the traits of a good manager typically. It's protecting your players and I think that is part of protecting your players is making sure a that you don't put them in a position where it creates any kind of controversy or any storyline involving them. And also being clear with your communication. I mean, who knows, you know, what the conversations have been so far with Manny and, and if that's even broached, right? I mean, that, that may not even have been a conversation topic yet as to what he's doing Saturday. So, again, it shows the touch, the feel. Baseball, as, as you guys know, when it comes to the, the person-to-person interactions, it is so much about feel, right? And having feel for moments and feel for people and feel for situations. And to this point, it, it certainly seems like Mike Schultz has that feel.
4: Talking to our pal Sammy Levitt here on uh, Ben and Woods this morning, checking in with you. Um, it was funny. One of our our listeners pointed out they were listening to your uh, interview with Xander Bogarts, and and Xander mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, you know, if if Hassan Kim needs a day, I'll I'll go play short." And he said, "I need to I need to go ask AJ." And the guy said, "Well, wouldn't that be a manager's decision?" And I started laughing. I'm like, "Oh no, here we go." Did you catch that? And and probably I did. Yeah. What uh, I mean, what do you what do you say to that?
2: Well, you know, look, I thought it was funny. I, I also thought it was pretty lighthearted. Like, if you go watch the, the video, it's it's pretty lighthearted, the, the whole moment. Uh, but look, we know baseball in 2024, right, that there is a lot of collaboration on a lot of decisions. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I know you, you talked to Bryce Miller earlier about the PC road, about Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller, and, and obviously a lot's been written about that. Um, Look, that that piece and and what transpired in in the last year in the manager's seat, it it does speak to whatever word you want to use, alignment, collaboration, how important that is. So I I thought that particular moment was kind of lighthearted, but the idea that, you know, AJ would would be on that kind of uh, decision. I, I don't think would be the most shocking thing in the world with the
4: puppet master, not just the
2: Padres and, and not just the, not just the Padres and, and this front office. But I, I think that that you know that's true 100%. of a lot of front offices. You know, even the teams that are winning World Series. I think it's all true. But I I didn't read too much into into any of that from Vander yet. Well, I thought it was pretty lighthearted.
4: Adam forced me to ask that question. I wanted to ask you about the salad supply at spring training. That's really more my my. <laughs> Speed, How (laughs) how have uh, Trader Joe's, are they they restocked? Uh, Are you guys still fighting over salads out there? I was very interested in the salad content.
2: No, no salad situation today. I I did have an error on my part yesterday, though, because I had brought uh, a Trader Joe's salad with me to the ballpark, and then I left it in my car for about (laughs) two hours so then there was a debate and i actually i asked aj and he wasn't sure either and i said well how how long could this sit in my car and will i you know will i get ill from eating it if it sat for two hours which didn't seem that long to me and it didn't have any meat in it so i said all right probably good but then it got to lunchtime and i was like i don't want to no i don't want to make myself sick by eating i mean it's like a five dollar salad so i I just went over to.
1: I think you're okay. Place, you're not okay. Yeah. Also, Odyssey it's, is it's paying. Almost o- all Odyssey, vegetables. Odyssey I mean, will pay. You know, vegetables well, it grow outside to begin with. It can be, you know, vegetables can be outside for a while. <laughs> I, yeah. ref- I mean, if it's already dressed and stuff, then I'd say no. But if it's simply just salad stuff sitting there, and it's not a hundred degrees right now, Sammy, right? It's uh, you know, it's no. it's fairly reasonable. I think you'd be um, just fine. Yeah. for a couple hot hours. Yeah, hot lettuce. Hot tomatoes. Well, you put it in the fridge, cool it down again. But I don't. I don't think you it's going to get
4: you're your
1: particularly no, really damaged. It, prob- it probably would have
4: been okay. Can't you get uh, like I listeria or something? So. <laughs> you can get something. What's the what's what can you get from that? Yeah. You, you don't eat. You don't leave salads out in the boiling heat or in the heat. They're in the car, so it's like a, being in an oven. Would you like to heat up your salad it in, was a in the microwave? Maybe. Morning,
1: though, it wasn't like the hot the hottest portion of the day. What
4: time's lunch?
2: new. He said a couple uh, of hours.
1: Morning hours.
4: Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, it was a couple of hours until I realized that I left it out there.
1: So. Yeah, just toss it. Adam's Adam Adam will cover it. Don't worry about yeah, it. That was fine. I um <laughs> so you we have another video up now. Uh you talked with Robbie yeah. Snelling. Uh-huh. Uh, who is Robbie Snelling? You know, other than Padre's pitching prospect had a really good season last year, obviously, but like who is this kid?
2: Well, he's a former four star linebacker, and when you see him up close you can that because he's big and he's broad so he's somebody who played for his dad uh, playing high school football and also played baseball at the same time and ultimately took the baseball route and is somebody that just turned 20 and is somebody that had a tremendous amount of success but as you'll hear in the interview with him he he does not seem very phased by that success by uh, the expectations, by being inside the clubhouse, by by really any of it, I, I really enjoyed it, and I came away with uh, you know a feeling of of he's very confident about his ability, about being where he is right now, and, and there's no part of him that's intimidated or or phased by it. So um, yeah, he, he's very very interesting guy. We we talk in that interview and uh, in a bunch of the clips. I haven't put them all out yet, but we talk about his. His football life, we talk about his pitch mix, you know, his fastball, uh, his curveball are considered really, really good already. Working on the changeup, as we all know, that third pitch for a starting pitcher is so important when you get to the major leagues. So he likes where that pitch is at, how it's developed, and I think that's certainly going to be a focus on uh, for him moving forward this season. But... You know, former linebacker, has that body type. He talked about bringing that football. One thing, I'll I'll tell you this. One thing he talked about that was really interesting, he was talking about how earlier in his career, he, he brought sort of a football mentality onto the mound and has had to learn how to be more of a pitcher instead of a football player throwing a baseball, if that makes sense. And you can listen to his full answer, but... That was an interesting, you know, part of it where he, where he talked about, you know, really learning how to be a, a pitcher instead of maybe somebody who felt, you know, more like a, a football mindset that was thrown a baseball. So I, I think it's a, a good reminder of how young he is. I mean, he, he's only 20. Um, he talks about working with Ethan Salas. And uh, one thing he said about Ethan Salas, and we've talked about how, you know, how much he's grown and how big and broad he is is that he's a big target and he's easy to throw to. I mean, we've all talked about how mature he is and his age and all of it, but you know, that's an interesting thing to hear just from a guy who's worked with Salas quite a bit about just throwing to him and the fact that he's a big target and that is important. So really good interview. Enjoyed it. And uh, I've had a chance to talk to to Adam Mazur as well, a couple of days ago that I got to put out. Um, And he's another highly touted prospect. So, Hey, it's, It's interesting in there. you got a lot of talent, a lot of young guys, and uh, obviously a lot of opportunity abound right now.
1: Well, it would be at least uh, somewhat ironic if the Padres ended up replacing Blake Snell with Robbie Snelling.
2: You are the first person to ever think that. that
1: Well, it's just the name (laughs) thing. (laughs) The name name comparison (laughs) between the two names. They both start with Snell. You'll get it. Don't worry. We'll give you the break to get it. You'll you'll get it for sure. Sammy, good work as always. Uh, we will catch Can't up with you one more time more, this week man. tomorrow.
2: I like All right, that. guys, enjoy the game.
1: Sam, love Sammy, spring training. Uh, he'll get to be sitting there in the Peoria Sports Complex Stadium for Padres Dodgers this afternoon. You can hear it here on ninety-seven three. The Fam. All right, I will reward you for putting up with me. I've got a spirit of the barrio update for you. <laughs> Another twist and turn. <laughs> no way in the saga. You just this I up. know it's it's taking another major turn again. <laughs> yesterday afternoon. You're kidding? No. I. No. Let's just say, we're back, baby. We're back. Back to the barrio Um, you go. Back to the barrio. Yes! After a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries. So that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: College basketball on last night that I doubt you watched, but some terrific endings of games, including uh, New Mexico beating Colorado State in uh, the ever crowded Mountain West race. Uh, they went back and forth baskets over the last 20 seconds or so, and then the Lobos hung on for a two point win, so they are tied with the Aztecs for third now behind Boise State and Utah State and Colorado State which is still ranked 22nd in the country drops all the way to 6th place with their 6th conference loss that's how quick it goes you're one day you're ranked 22nd in the country and you're you're battling for first the next day you lose by two on the road and you're, you're in 6th place in the Jeez. conference so and there were a bunch of buzzer beaters in college basketball last night, uh, with some entertaining uh, hoops that I was uh, keeping an eye on. But while I was at work yesterday. I also got uh, an email, told you um, a few weeks ago that I had been um, kindly invited to MC the first Spirit of the Barrio luncheon. Who better for the year? Who better uh, coming up uh, early next month? And it's a uh, it's an annual tradition where they get community leaders together. They have a lunch program with uh, tamales and speakers, and they said, we're going to have a kind of a Padres-themed one, and we thought you'd be perfect to be our MC. And I said, sure, I've done it before. It's been a few years, though. Happy to step up. It'll be the uh, Friday after we get back from spring training, so next Friday, a week from tomorrow. Okay. And I was in. I was all in. And then a few days later, yeah. I got word that I was out. We, that they we, were...
4: we talked about it on the air, and we yeah. got nervous because they, they pulled
1: it. They did. And you thought maybe I wasn't Barrio enough. Correct. Like we went through my history and my credentials and, and my background. We we Ben found Franco. Out
4: ben Franco was actually your yep. um, your
1: My Mexican heritage that's, that's right. on my mother's side. That's right. And uh, so but I was out, they had someone else, they double booked. We'll get you on another date. Fine, whatever, you know. I serve at the pleasure of the president sort of thing. And Correct. you know, if you don't need me, you don't need me. Then yesterday I get the email and they said, you know, the, um, the guy that we double booked with who was going to MC the spirit of the barrio luncheon instead of you can't do it anymore. So can we count on you at the last minute now with just a week to go to be our MC for the spirit of the barrio luncheon next Friday? And I said, $5,000. Five thousand dollars, of course.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you can. I, I,
1: I was promised uh, all the tamales I could both eat and take home with me at the end of the day. How does that make you feel? If I was full your... of tamales, no. If I was your therapist, <laughs> Gassy. If
4: I were your therapist and you came in and told me this story, I would say, "How do you like feel?" They said about that?
1: I was their first and third choice for the job.
4: Well. I mean, if you were their first
1: choice, they would have... I was the second and, and third choice. Fourth choice, choice, for, for, the, choice for, for, the job. for the job. Now, this, I, okay, this, this point, has happened to you in radio as well. If If I get the word next week that... Yeah, as it turns out, they did find someone else. And Mud Grant it. said he can At do it. At this point, I will start feeling a little bit insecure about the whole process. Like they're jostling you around a little bit.
4: They're messing with your,
1: but, your emotions. No, they a said bit. Can, we can we can lock it in. We're going to promote it. It's you're done. done. You're done. You're the guy now. And I said, yeah, okay, I am the guy. I will be there next Friday to emcee the spirit of the barrio luncheon, and I will channel my barrio spirit to the best of my ability. And I will be out there having a good time next Friday back in the saddle, in the barrio. In the barrio. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they just, I mean, you're, you know, that's... that's.
1: Now, I, the tamales are good. I don't know if they're as good as the craft Taco tacos we had from the Kraft Taco yesterday. Those are hard to beat.
4: You always want to be somebody's first choice. You know, you never want to be somebody's third But wouldn't choice? you rather be the ultimate choice? Uh, Isn't that better
1: than um, being the first, second, or third choice? The guy who actually ends up as the choice. The guy who gets the job. By default. Right. Like Like you did on this show. You weren't necessarily the first choice. There was, like, Derek and there was...
4: Well, he had a shot.
1: Yeah, there were other people who got shots before you. But you were the final choice. You were the ultimate choice for the job. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, first thing, we need to put Ben with a co-host. Let's go right to Stephen Woods. <laughs> You're the first guy that everyone thought of. You weren't. You weren't the first guy that apparently everyone thought of, but you were the last guy, and you were the best guy. That's for weird because
4: I never, I never looked at it like I was like a, 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 a an add on.
1: Oh yeah, I mean? you were very much like no, nothing you. else is working, and we, we can, we'll try anything at this point. Yeah, let's go on. with this let's, guy Woods. Let's be
4: honest. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, you were the first choice when we brought you over here to ninety seven. Thank, very thank, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I mean, listen. I hope you have. I mean, I hope you have a good time. Would you like to
1: come with me? No, I enjoy. enjoy. I get That's... you a spot
4: at a table. Absolutely not. I'm good. I'm good. I've got so much, so many things going on. I'm emceeing a couple of events as well. Uh, I've just got. Just you know, just give him back to the. Okay, hey, you've got an
1: MC gig uh, coming up right after the show today. I do. Going to go out to, uh, going to go out and and MC the ribbon ribbon cut. Yes. Do you get to actually cut the ribbon, Probably or not. do you just talk about other people with the giant novelty scissors? Yeah, talk
4: about them cutting the um, ribbon. The seals in partnership with Rady Children's Hospital and the Ryan Family YMCA in Point Loma. They're hosting a special press event, Ben. The ribbon cutting ceremony today at eleven, uh, and I will. This is our and,
1: second ribbon cutting. I mean, you went like to the last the, uh, two weeks. The TLNU Padres Lab a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Now a practice facility, ribbon-cutting. You're Mr. Ribbon-cutting San Diego. Yeah,
4: this is the deal, man. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I get to see some of the boys and get ready for a home game
1: tomorrow night. Tomorrow uh, night, they will also be cutting the ribbon on the San Diego Mojo, the new volleyball team, kind of, sort Where of. are they playing? Uh, Viejas. Viejas. It's not okay. a new venue. It's actually an established venue. But the new team, their first yeah. ever home game is tomorrow night against the Grand Rapids Rise. And right now we're giving away a four-pack of tickets. You want to see some professional women's volleyball action here in San Diego. Be the third caller at 833-288-0973. Third caller, we're going to hook you up with a four-pack of tickets. Be the first to check out our new team, the San Diego Mojo. bringing the heat to Villas Arena all season long. You can go to San com to get your own tickets. But call now to win, 833 288 Zero ninety-seven three. All right, we will wrap things up. Final segment, Annie and Elston, Padres Baseball. If you missed the lineup, we've got it for you for the first Padres game of the season. We may even have a, a Dodgers lineup for you here shortly as well.
3: Coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 973 the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: post your free job on linkedin.com
4: recommend today a lot of people are saying in the chat Ben that you uh, should eat a bean for your meanness and Ben is not a really mean guy. am not it's, c- going to do it I, it's I'm cutting being mean
1: it's not trying to even be cutting it's cutting when I was ben trying is mean, to praise you and say that, that you I were the third choice you were the right choice ah, you okay. were the ultimate choice <laughs> the ultimate- but you weren't the first person that the uh, admittedly, I think the nothing, short-sighted yeah. management that we had at the other place, <laughs> they didn't go to you first. Uh, you know, to, to, you know it wasn't the first idea.
4: <coughs> I'm not going to make you eat a bean.
1: Thank you. I don't think I deserve to eat a bean for that. They want you to. They, the fans they want always it. want me to eat I know, bean. the fans There's want, nothing that it. the chat loves more than seeing me eat a bean. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. <laughs> don't think it's going to happen right now. I don't really feel like eating a bean. We're all coming off illness. The last thing you really want to see is, is bean destruction. Bean vomit. In the studio this morning. All right. Uh, I have not seen a lineup from the visiting Los Angeles Dodgers yet. I thought they might put one out. We did get one earlier from your San Diego Padres, though, for their very first uh, spring training game, which will be heard right here on ninety-seven three. The Fans, starting at 12 o'clock coverage. First pitch at 12.10 with Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr., who is now probably... In Winter Haven, California, (laughs) trying to race his way to the press box in time for the first pitch. I wish we had,
4: like, a GPS on him right now. We could just check his location. Tracking Tony. Make make your calls, guys. We'll check it back tomorrow. Is he going to be there for first pitch?
1: Oh, Oh. I think he will be. I think he will be there. First pitch is, is, what,
4: noon our time? 12:10. 12:10 12.10? 12.10, 12, 12, 10, our time. Broadcast will start I mean, at you've
1: already hooked up with Dave Marcus. Check the connection. You know, Dave is... He'd be much more stressed sounding right now if he thought Tony wasn't going to make it. Well, at the end of the day, it's a it's a spring training
4: game. They let me call it a spring training That's game. It's point. not that big of a deal at the end of the day. We want it to be good and sound good and all that. And Everyone wants to, you know, it's a dress rehearsal, if you will.
1: But. Jesse will have good tidbits, though. He's been there for a few days chatting with everybody. He'll be well prepared. Had his uh, newsletter out yesterday, like yep. Jesse always... I signed up, finally, to, to actually get into my inbox. Yep. Usually I just get it on social media, but I've officially signed up for Jesse's uh, irregular newsletter that he puts out. He has his uh, spring training, his rankings of spring training ballparks in Arizona. Did the uh, second half of his, uh you know, he likes them all, he said. Yeah. Jesse's like me. They're he's, all, yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty nice when it comes to things, but even the bad ballparks like Maryvale, uh, he's I wonder had if he nice would, things to say about
4: I wonder if he would throw his partner under the bus and say that Tony Gwynn Jr. wasn't you know, the first choice. But ul- the
1: ultimate choice is how you spin that. It's, it's the, the ultimate, ultimate. choice. He was the ultimate choice. Um, here's your lineup, if you missed it earlier, for today's game. Starting in right field, the Platinum Glove winner, none other than Fernando Tatis Jr. himself, Xander Bogarts, batting second, playing second, Wearing number two, he is just the man of all the twos. Uh, Xander will hit second today. Jake Cronenworth will play first base and bat third. Luis Camposano behind the plate, uh, batting cleanup. Hasung Kim is now your shortstop. He will bat fifth today. Jackson Merrill will indeed start in left field, hitting sixth for the Padres. Uh, Eggy Rosario is the third baseman instead of Manny Machado today, who. Uh, will remain on the bench for the time being, but should get into a game soon. He'll hit seventh. Cal Mitchell is the DH today, batting eighth. And Jose Azokar, Sugar, out in center field, batting ninth with Joe Musgrove on the mound. Just expected to get the one inning of work for Joe. One of five spring training starts that should then set him up, hopefully to be ready to throw You know, five or six innings in the is one of the two openers in Korea next month.
4: we have an idea on uh, who's backing up Joe? I, it's I, not heard gonna you, be I heard King. Yuki. Matsui's going to pitch,
1: but beyond that, hey, maybe nine nine innings, nine guys, is is probably yep. what what Mike Schultz and Ruben Niebla are kind of looking at today. So you'll probably get a few of the bullpen regulars. You'll probably get a couple of the minor leaguers uh, getting some action as well deep into the games, but no... Uh, no set schedule as to who we're going to get in today's game.
4: Is it weird that I'm
1: nervous? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you did put some money on the game, right? Well, that
4: has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's, is it weird that I'm nervous? I, I, I just, you know, I'm excited. Baseball's back, and
1: and I'm 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 always results. All in. Results don't mean anything don't. today. They I mean, don't. if I had one wish,
4: health. That's it.
1: Health, health is the biggest it's wish. Always I, the, the if prayer. there's a performance wish. I'd like to see Jackson Merrill looking comfortable. Maybe hit a line drive somewhere. Just, you know, get out to a good start at spring training.
4: And I'll tell you guys one thing. He's been in the biggest moments. He's won a World Series. There's no one on the field whose heart is beating faster than Xander Bogarts today for that first ground ball, that first pop-up in the infield, that very first contact that comes his way at second base. It's just a fact of life. Um, if he was standing at short, the heart rate would be considerably less. But the fact that he's standing at second base, Jackson Merrill's heart rate's going to be through the roof. He's a kid. Uh, but Xander Bogarts, who has done it on the biggest stages many times, is probably a wreck right now you just want to get that first one and you hope the very first guy wraps one your way a six hopper and uh, make the play at first base and get it out of the way I can promise you he is vom- oh, I've he's got vomiting a, I've
1: got a Dodgers line right, for go. you as well and not officially from their account but someone seems to have uh, picked it up from Glendale there uh, Mookie Betts will lead off and play second base the new second baseman Making a position change. He's not the only one. Uh, Xander Bogarts and Wookie Betts both full-time second baseman now. Chris Taylor at shortstop batting second. James Outman will be in center field hitting third. Tay Te- Oscar Hernandez, his Dodgers spring debut in left field batting fourth. Austin Barnes is the catcher batting fifth. Gavin Lux returns. He will DH today batting sixth. Chris Owings is the third baseman uh, batting seventh. And I just clicked on something and lost it. Hang on. I get it back. Uh, Andy Pages is the right fielder hitting eighth. And Kevin Padlow <coughs> is the first baseman batting ninth with Gavin Stone, right-hander on the mound for at least uh, one inning for the game against the San Diego Padres. I
4: have never heard of uh, Kevin Padlow. I expect him to hit three bombs today and, and you know, make some defenses.
1: little spring fodder, tr- you know. The the travel squad, usually when you go on the road, the last three or four guys in the lineup tend to be the non-roster invites, the, the guys who probably aren't going to make the team, but yeah. need to get some action and get in there anyway. So yeah, Kevin Padlow and Andy Pages and Chris Owings, I don't think are going to be critical members of the 2024 Dodgers, but they will be the... Bottom end of the lineup today against the San Diego Padres.
4: East County Chris in the chat says it's just a deep shortstop for Jackson Merrill in left field. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. It's just a very very deep shortstop. And uh, yeah,
1: you don't want um you don't want any collisions between yeah, Xander and Tatis on a shallow fly ball, or between Hassan Kim and Jackson Merrill with any communication issues. Remember, was it a Kim and Tommy Pham who yeah had a collision? Tommy Pham's pretty bad one
4: with. Fifteen percent of a- uh, active big <laughs> leaguers, I think, right now in major leagues. Well,
1: during the game, before the game, a lot of collisions involving Tommy Pham.
4: Yeah, so I'm um, um, fantasy
1: football teammates, opponents. Yeah, he-, he will collide with everybody, and he's
4: he's out of a job right now, still sitting around waiting for a phone call. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if the phone starts ringing today for some of these guys, Cody Bellinger and the like. But. Um, it's going to be interesting. I make your predictions. Where do you guys think these guys are going to end up going? Where, where Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs is seemingly like you said earlier, maybe a maybe a foregone conclusion. Maybe just ironing out some details. Uh, I have no idea. I still I saw rumors last night of Snell to the Yankees still, which I think makes sense. Um, they weren't too keen on that on MLB Network. They said, oh, I don't know if he can pitch in New York, like. Blake, Blake can pitch anywhere. Blake's a good big-game pitcher. He was good in the playoffs. He pitched in the AL East. I know Florida and New York are different, but I, I don't really – he's going to he- – He's gonna start slow, I would imagine, wherever he goes, whether it's Anaheim or whether it's
2: New York or Boston. I know I brought them up earlier, but like that feels like a perfect move for the Orioles, right? Like maybe yeah. there's not a huge market for him. Sw- uh, swoop in, get the Cy Young award winner, add him to that rotation, make a run. They just you know they put, lost, Bradish. They lost Kyle Braddish. Like the the Orioles, I'm fascinated by them. Like I well, feel like too. they need to go make some moves.
4: And I think I think I think Jordan Montgomery makes sense for. 20 teams right now. Your beloved Atlanta Braves could use a Jordan Montgomery. I mean, there's, he's a guy that's proven it. He can do it on the biggest stage. He's a, he's a gamer. He's a grinder. Like, that guy's a really good fit. So really interesting to see where that all, all shakes out.
1: All right, we got one more check of traffic here. Adam, still all right. One last check of traffic, and then we'll wrap things up, get you ready for Annie and Elston here on 97.3 The Fan. I'll all right. Uh, we've got uh, a little over two hours, ten minutes to go until our first Padres uh, broadcast of the season. Looking forward to that coming up today. Again, uh, no Manny Machado, but uh, Mike Schilt does expect him to get into a game fairly soon as a designated hitter. And the way things are progressing, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him at, at third base in a week or two. Yeah, uh, He's taking ground balls and throwing pretty much every day yep. Uh, in defiance of what we were told to expect from Manny. Like the first day he was like fielding and dropping the ball. And it's like, yeah, maybe in a week or two he'll throw. And then that afternoon he the was throwing. Next, yeah, that and afternoon. then I heard, well, yeah, maybe he'll like do it like every other day he'll throw. But then they came back the next day and he was throwing and he was feeling fine. So I, I don't think there's much of a concern at this point that, that Manny's not going to be ready for the start of the season. Uh, anybody can have a setback, um, and clearly the Padres don't want that to happen, but... Uh, he is well ahead of the game when it comes to what they thought and milestones he'd need to – posts he'd need to be at at this point to be ready for the season. So. Yeah,
4: and, I mean, I, anybody that doubted him – I mean, obviously it's not you know it's not opening day yet, but I kind of always had that feeling that he's – the dude grinds hard in his, his rehab. He always wants to be back on the field. They were talking about that last night on MLB Network as well, about how many, you know, continues to just post year in and year out. So that's the the my main concern. I mean, I, I – I think about it all the time. I remember last year in Cactus League when Gavin Lux got hurt and was out for the season. Just make, you know, health is just such a premium right now. Get these, you know, get, get Xander and Tatis, these guys, a couple ABs and call it a day, man. Get, you know, let the kids play. Let the kids play in Cactus League, but uh, it just it's it's that anxious, nerve-wracking thing where you just hope everybody gets through the games healthy, Bo- I,
1: both sides. Yeah, but you also have to be getting ready for the season yeah. with a little more purpose than usual, for given sure. how, how quickly uh, Korea will arrive. <laughs> um, and remember, it's not just the 20th of March. They're getting on a plane <laughs> on the 13th of March to head yeah. over there, and they'll do some more work when they're there. But you got to figure the bulk of your preparation has now- got to be done by – the 13th of march that is 3 weeks from what tomorrow i and think the 13th so, yeah. of march i mean that's that's not a ton of time at most you know these guys figure are going to get in 8 or 10 spring training games that's that's about all they're going to have the opportunity so they're going to have to make the most of the at bats that they're getting in these opportunities even early here in spring training in these games get good work in get quality work in stay healthy and then, uh, you know, be ready to come back the next day and do it again.
4: Yeah, tomorrow when we come in, it's a Friday. Uh, I know Marco just put in the chat, man, he did the podcast with Adam Jones. Yeah, we'll have Pauly. I think Pauly's coming back tomorrow, or do we know yet? We'll figure it out. Uh, anybody else you want to try in the chair for the fourth different producer of the week? Anybody else want to give it a, a crack? Let us know. Maybe we can give it away on 97.3thefansd.com, Got a chance to come produce Ben and Woods for the day. Uh, that would be fun. Um, just let some novice come in and yeah, start we'll, pushing Yeah, uh, we'll
1: have some of the Manny hopefully audio from, from yeah. Adam Jones. Maybe even Adam Jones is on. I know Paulie reached out just to see if uh, he was available. He's, of course, uh, in Europe, Barcelona, doing his thing. So, uh, but if we can arrange that, we will uh, do that for a Friday uh, to wrap up the week. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully Polly's feeling better at the very least. If I he's not, well. then... Yeah, let him have the day off and sure. get all the way through the weekend. No doubt. All right, all Andy, right, Andy Nelson coming up next. they got a two-hour show for you today. Woods is just so jealous as wow. they lead into Padres baseball at 12 o'clock. Thank you to our fearless leader, Adam Kluge, coming man. in very early. Mostly pushed all the right buttons today. Did a very nice job. For Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Thursday. From all of us here at San Diego's number one sports
3: station, 97.3 The Fan. So long, everybody.